Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. Good morning. I am Susan Wilson, the Living Room Lawyer. And we and do have Larry- a man in the house today, a gorgeous two men, actually. <laughs> I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. Now, we are here. We are joined by you guys today because Karen Campbell is vacationing in Hawaii right now. So Must she can just... Nice. Tough yeah. job. Tough I know, job. right? Tough, right? Okay, so what are you going to be talking about a little later on in the show? Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about... Continuing the discussion about how to hold title to your property and what that means. It's confusing, and everyone always asks us, the realtors. And honestly, I don't know. Now, now you made it simple, though, last time. You were telling me about joint tenancy, what the difference is with right of survivorship. I had no idea. I don't even think I knew when I signed my own stuff. I was like, well, I guess we're joint tenants. I don't know. We're in the same boat over here. We get asked the same question all the time as the lenders, and I refer it back to the escrow officers because we just don't know the the proper way either. You know, some title reps don't know. Seriously, like, you know, they'll say, oh, you better talk to your attorney or something. I don't know, you know. Yeah, And that's that's the exact thing to do. An attorney can meet with them and discuss their situation and what, you know, what their plans are and uh, have a have a full informed discussion with the client because about it's a how big to do deal. That. And it you is. don't know that it's a big deal until it's a big deal. Right. That's very true. So what <laughs> we are, ran into a situation. That's I wonder what Larry's going to be talking about today. What do you think? I don't know those interest. Oh, rates. yeah. I was thinking about interest rates and, you know, new mortgage programs and things that we need now. Like in two quick sentences to tease your segment. What the heck is going on? I mean, rates are moving back up to this, the national average, the norm. Um, I think we're thinking that they're going up very high, but this is actually just uh, the market correcting itself. So don't freak out, I guess. Don't freak out. Okay. So let's talk about real estate, real women and men in real estate. I have a new listing. It's 4331 Beaumont Avenue in Oxnard, 93033. It's a fixer, four-bedroom, bed, four two-bath. There's tenants there now who would be willing to stay. They pay $2,600 a month. They're always on time. Um it is going for 649 right now. Like I said, a four-bedroom, two-bath, built in 1968. It's almost 1,500 square feet, and it's about 6,500 lots. So it's a nice-sized property. It's over there off Pleasant Valley, and um, it is 649 I just put that on the market this week. And so what do you see, Susan? A couple of new listings in the Camarillo area. Mm-hmm. One of them in Leisure Village. It's 14114 Village 14 in Camarillo, obviously. That's a two-bedroom, two-bath. It's 1498 uh, square feet, and um, you have all those amenities there at Leisure Village if that's yeah, we what you like. we were talking about what we thought the HOA is there. I should have checked. I'm not sure, but I know, I think it's over 500. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. And that's Pretty typical that now. Pretty, is that pretty kind typical? Of low or? Uh, you know, it's uh, between three fifty to five fifty is about the average. It, it, yeah. Okay. Are they are they going? Are they increasing as well? They are. Why is that? I wonder. Uh, it's the time of the year for repairs to properties and renovations and things like that. So when that happens, the uh, the owners of the units have to pay for that. Oh, someone's got to pay for it, right? Definitely. So what do you have on your sheet there? I see a nice listing in Mission Oaks. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so 715 Carmen Drive okay. in Mission Oaks, Camarillo area. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath, uh, 1250 square feet, built in 1965. Looks to be a really beautiful home. And it looks 730000 888. Yes, 738888. And that these all Must just be a magic went, number for you know, somebody. I guess. These just all went on like in the last day or so, just so people know. I have 228 Ute Lane in Ventura that's on the West End, 93001. It's a two bedroom, one bath. 
Um, it is going for 509 And I don't know. It just seems to me that two-bedroom, one-bath condos for over 500 it, it, It's pretty insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over off the avenue, which is great, but um, it actually came back on the market. So I'm actually going to show this today. So, again, that's 509, two-bedroom, one-bath, 288 Ute Lane in Ventura, 93001. What do you got? And we have something out in the Fillmore area that is 845 Hinkley Lane. And that is listed at 769-990. That's a three-bedroom, three-bath, and pretty good-sized house, 2,355 square feet. Okay. What do you have there? I see a nice home if you're interested in the beach area of Oxnard. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's 4922 Catamaran Street. It the is dunes, a, yes. Yeah, Beautiful. the dunes. It's a four-bedroom, four-bath, 2,225 square feet, built in 2005. And it's listed at one million fifty thousand. Oh, that's cheap, right? And they can talk to For you the about the loan, right? <laughs> yes, they can. All right, I have two six eight nine Bulger Way in Port Wyneme. That's nine three zero four one. Here we go, three bedroom, two bath for four seventy. Okay, that's only been on the market one two days now. It's eleven hundred square feet. It's in Sandpiper Village. The HOA there is four hundred and eighty dollars a month. Now that's been on the market two days. I can bet you guys right now there are probably. Six offers, offers on it. Yeah. Done. So I'm going to show this today, too. And it's like I have a conventional buyer, of course, you know, with the loan with Larry. And, I mean, she's got a great job. She makes, you know, well enough to, to, to qualify for this. But I don't know how high we have to go because, I mean, this could be an escrow. I should probably find out what it goes into escrow for and tell our listeners next week. It would probably be an escrow at least in the low fives, I would say. So, um, so it's interesting, right? What do you have? Anything else? We do. We have a smaller home in Oxnard. Uh, at only 310000 for a one-bedroom, one-bath on 865 South B Street in Oxnard. Very good. Larry, you got one more? Yeah, I like these bigger homes here. Yeah, so there we you have go. one in Simi <laughs> you want Valley. loans, don't you? <laughs> Come on. So in Simi Valley, it's 5588 California Oak Street. It is listed at $1,350,000. It is a five-bedroom, four-bath. 3,916 square feet, built in 2004. And this is in the Emerald Point area of Simi. How much was that? 1,350,000. Wow. Can you do quick math if you were going to put 20% down on that? If you were to put 20% down on that, your payment's still pretty high. Really? <laughs> but that's like 260000 down, yes, right? Yes, correct. And I have 2234 Miramar Walk, another one I'm showing today. It's at the Villages in Oxnard, 93035. Three-bedroom, two-bath, 1973. It was built. It's about 1,100 square feet. And the HOA, wow, it's $300. Pretty good, right? That's not bad. You want to do one more, Susan? Sure. Let's take it back to Ventura. Oh. We have a two-bedroom, two-bath for 299000 It's 115 Stephen Circle, number 115. I'm not sure if very that's Very good. Very good. You know, These are just some of the several opportunities in and around Ventura County. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Larry with Smart Home Mortgage and his partner, Derek, and talk about what is going on with the rates. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you know how you hold title to your property? I am Susan Wilson. I am the living room lawyer, the attorney that makes house calls. I specialize in estate planning and probate. How you hold title to property is just one piece of an estate plan providing for children and protecting your assets and privacy. Schedule your appointment today online at thelivingroomlawyer.com or give me a call at 805 
805-850-7899. That's 805-850-7899. We can meet virtually, in person at my office, or in the comfort of your home. I am Susan Wilson, the Living Room Lawyer. Let's discuss the legacy you wish to leave your loved ones. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 0150707. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pathiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Susan Wilson, the living room lawyer, filling in for Karen Campbell. Who's in Hawaii. Gosh. Jealous. And I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. And I have Derek, my amazing loan assistant, here with us, too. Hello, everybody. Hi, Derek. You guys are great. Welcome. I think it's your first time to the radio show. Yes, it is. All right. Let's see how he does, huh? <laughs> we'll rev it up. We'll just ask you some math equations real quick. Oh, I, right? That'd be fun. <laughs> I'm ready. So I guess um, what's going on with the rates? You said don't be scared. It's not crazy. But it feels to people like, I mean, I have people. It is, it is a large jump uh, quicker than we're used to and accustomed to. So. Rates normally move up, you know, a quarter, maybe a month, if even that. We're seeing the rates jump up a whole point um, within a month. What does that do to a mortgage payment? Let's just say, or, you know. So our average clients, we're seeing about a $50,000 price reduction on their pre-approval. So $50,000 price reduction in their max pre-approval because of the increased rates. So we've been telling people for ever and ever and ever, right? Now's the time. Buy now. Rates are going to go up. Prices are going to go up. Nobody listened, and now we're in this situation. It's kind of like us with sellers, you know, sell, 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 because now with the interest rates going up, the prices are coming down a little bit. Because they're supposed to be coming down. I don't know. Are they coming down? You tell me. I think they're leveling out a little bit. They're still high, I think, but um, 
I don't know. I mean, we're, you're not seeing multiple offers over a million dollars, you know, with these crazy people coming in for 200000 over list price, all right, cash. Right. And I don't know if it's because, you know, I don't know if it's because of the rates. I'm not sure. but You know, I couldn't tell you if it's because of the rates, but I, I can tell you that we're still seeing issues with appraisals. We're still seeing people overbid on the properties. You know, 50000 I would say, is probably the average. To go um, over. To go over. And uh, and again, we're still running into those is- issues with with the price values. That's tough to go fifty thousand dollars over Meaning the listing price with the cash, but fifty thousand dollars, you know, it's going to go. You're going to go up fifty thousand right. dollars because oh my god, because of the mortgage rates. Okay, Derek, walk us through someone getting approved, pre-approved for. I'm a first-time home buyer. Okay, I've got a hundred thousand down, um, and I make I don't know. Let's just walk through. I, I make a hundred thousand dollars a year. How much do I need down if I want to buy a condo in Ventura? Well, you know the main questions I I usually ask my clients um, is you know how much do you make a month? What do you think your credit score is? So it's monthly. Is? It's not annually. Monthly. Okay. Mon- yeah, you, we use that in our calculations as the monthly income. And then, you know, we, the most important thing is we gotta pull your credit. We gotta see what your past and what your history looks like, what kind of outstanding debts you have, because it all comes down to your debt income ratio. We can only pre-approve you for a certain amount of house, depending on how much debt you have and how much income you make. We get that question quite often. Here's how much I make. Here's how much I have down. But there's another big part of the equation. We need to know how much monthly debt do you have, too. Oh. Um, and what is your credit score? <laughs> so those two things to put a big play into how much we can approve you for. So just knowing an amount on how much you have for down and how much you make a year doesn't give us enough information to tell you how much you're qualified for. Because you may have a car payment, and that car payment may be $1,000 a month. Mm-hmm. It may be 1500 a month. Or you may have co-signed for somebody and you have that debt sitting on your credit. So there's lots of different situations that come up, unfortunately. So we have to gather a full package to really, truly pre-approve a client. We do ask for their pay stubs, their bank statements, their taxes. You know, we have to pull their credit. A lot of other lenders out there, I'm going to use Rocket Mortgage. We all know them, right? So clients go online and they input their information and you know, uh, often they they input their information a little exaggerated. Mm-hmm. They want to impress um, You know, people. so they think, well, I do make a hundred thousand dollars a year. That one time, about three years ago, uh-huh. and with overtime, you know, and yeah, exactly. How does that with work overtime. with overtime? We have to average it out. We have to see that you have a history of receiving it. We can't just say, well, now you're starting to work overtime, and we're going to give you immediately uh, the credit for that. Because again, overtime is not something that's guaranteed for anybody. So and you we guys have to work with clients history. to help them get to where they want to go? Like yes. you give help them with a the plan of what, how to definitely. pay down That's some one of their specialties. Or... He definitely likes to, uh, he works on all the pre-approvals, um, looking at the credit and helping people's credit scores uh, go up and, and kind of explaining the path that they need to, to go. You Which, have to coach yeah. these people. Sometimes these deals take about six months to a year to develop. We have to work on credit scores. We have to work on establishing a strong employment history. You know, the stars, you know, have to be aligned perfectly because, you know, sometimes people get frustrated. Well, why can't I just go buy my house right now? Well, you know, we really need certain things in order for a bank to, pre- to you know, give you a loan. We can't, you know, just, um, you know, you know, put brush things to the side if you don't have a two-year work history, if you don't have the down payment, if your credit score is too low. It's it's kind of some some of these things are just non-starters. We have to have it. What if your monthly income varies? I mean, my monthly income totally varies. I'm a real estate. I mean, I could have zero some months, and then you know, right. a big one well, one month. But 
That's a, that's a great question, and there's two different types of varying income. So we're going to see varying income from a, a regular W-2 employee. Maybe they uh, receive bonuses and commissions and things like that. That's something that we would just take a two-year average of, mm. and we would average that out. We would definitely want to see that within the most recent six months, you're making what we average your income to be mm-hmm. um, and make sure it's not declining. Now, when it comes to a self-employed borrower like yourself and me mm-hmm. and a lot of 1099 and people and yourself, yes. yeah. uh, there's lots of different programs that we use now to qualify you. So for us, especially as agents, sometimes we will have a month of zero you know, income. But then the next month we have, you know, $150,000, $200,000 deposited in our account. So how many years so, do you go back? Or So they have programs right now for self-employed where we can use a bank statement program. Instead of using your tax returns where you're writing everything off, mm. we can actually look at your bank statements and go 12 months back, six months back, 24 months back. And we would take all of the deposits that you make and average them out and give you the income for that. Does the IRS find out? No, the IRS. Say, no, we like don't work with the IRS. We only work that's with the banks. That's a whole other pro. So. I was yeah, like, well, my eyes just got. You can just put what you put in your bank account. Right, right. And, Not and what you write why, off everywhere. Okay. Right, and that's what uh, a lot of the self-employed borrowers are using right now. They're using a bank statement program because we all know that we write off as much as humanly possible. Of right. course, we don't want to pay taxes, right? Yeah, yeah. So self-employed people have a difficult time obtaining financing. Well, not anymore. Not with the bank statement program. So, what if you owe taxes? Let's say you have a lien. Uh, Who doesn't? Huh? Who doesn't? <laughs> okay. Everybody owes the IRS. But I mean, I'm saying like okay. for years past. For years past, and that's completely okay. To be pre-approved, um, you can have like a... We have to be in a monthly payment plan with the okay. IRS that's approved. What is and a is, big, big monthly payment? I don't know anyone like this by any chance. There but. are people that we, we've seen, you know, $1,500, $2,000 a month uh, paying the IRS back. Um, as long as that fits within your debt-to-income ratio, mm. we're okay in obtaining financing for you. What if you have the... Ability, like I have several credit cards that have zero per- zero on them, but I could rack them all up and have crazy debt. I mean, does that affect me that I have the ability to get on that? Really? No, it does not. And it you- would just be part of your credit score. Right. That's how so, that would come into play. Right. We're not looking at future, what possibly could happen. Okay. We like to look at history. Nice. So not not future. We're looking at history. We're looking at what is your what is your history? What does it tell us? You usually rack up your credit cards. Well, we might notice that and see that on your credit. I see. Um, if you're the type of person that uses credit conservatively, we're going to see that. We can't predict the future, mm-hmm. and they can't predict the future either, like with the overtime question. I don't know if you're going to get overtime in the future, so I don't want to give you credit for it. But I'm going to look at your history and see that you have an average of making this much. Okay. I'll give you credit for that. Okay. What advice would you give to potential homeowners, you know, looking forward? I mean, you know, are the rates just going to keep going up? And what what should they do to help their credit? Well, most importantly is obviously pay your bills on time. Pay them within the 30 days. Don't be longer than 30 days late because it will mark your credit. Is that what happens? It's after 30 it's days. It's after 30 days. So if your bill is due on the 1st, you have all the way to the 30th to make your payment. No, I should not know that because if I know that, I'm, you know, but I, I usually <laughs> pay on the 1st because I'm just, you know. I like right, it. right. And it won't affect your credit. Now, you may pay a late fee with the actual bank, but that late fee doesn't reflect on your credit report. Okay. Um, so that really doesn't hurt us. Okay. Uh, what I would tell people is... Keep your credit cards low, your credit card balances. Credit cards make credit scores. Okay. Okay. So if you have three auto loans and a student loan and a personal loan and all these wonderful loans on your credit, they're not making a credit score for you. Even if you're making a payment on time, they're not doing anything for your credit score. We've seen people with, again, auto loans, even a home loan. 
and different types of personal loans, installment loans, mm -hmm. but no credit cards and 550 credit scores, even though really? they've never been late. Yeah. So credit cards make credit scores. They want to see that you can maintain a revolving line of credit. Wow. And what, what's a normal credit score and what's a good credit score? Well, Derek, what would you say? Because oh. <laughs> I would like see to see an 800 for all my applicants, yeah. you know. But usually, what's the highest score you can have? 800. Yeah, it, actually, it can go up to 850. No. No. Oh. Have you seen 850? I've seen 815. I haven't seen so eight's an really 850 good. Yet. I guess the question is, Larry, is when do the clients see a price break in their interest rate? With that's the a great score? question. So if it's over 760, that's the same credit score to us as if it was an 850. Really? So 760 is the cap. Anything above 760, you're not getting any special benefits. Oh. That's the highest tier that we uh, use. And then right now for programs like down payment assistance, it's a 660 uh, right. low, low credit score. You can qualify for down payment assi assistance with a 660 or better credit score. How it about usually goes in 20s. So 620, great. 660, or I'm sorry, 640, and then 660, 680. So it keeps going like that. And those are the tiers. And those are, that changes your rate. Oh, okay. And also changes the, the loan programs that are available to you. What about VA borrowers? VA borrowers do not have a minimum credit score requirement. Now, banks are still lending money on this, so they still place what we like to call an overlay rule, so a rule on top of rules. Okay. So VA in general says, well, we can have zero credit for these people. It doesn't matter. Can they qualify for the payment? Then the banks say, well, that's wonderful and great, but I'm lending out the money here, so I'm going to make my own rule. And most people like to see at least a 600 credit score for VA. Oh. But we do do them as low as 500. But that's soft. That's good. That's easy. Yeah, it's okay. still very easy. Well, give yourself a – go ahead. Did you have a question? When somebody has a pre-approval, how long does that usually last for them to be able to, to find their dream home? That is a 90-day lifespan for that pre-approval. Once that 90 days is over, just send me your updated pay stubs. Send me uh, your updated bank statements. We may need to run your credit again, but we can renew the pre-approval after that. How long is the rate good? Rate is never going to be good on a pre-approval. So we're telling you what the rates are today. Okay. And unfortunately, the rates can change every hour. You know, especially uh, lately, we've had so much volatility in the market that we've seen rates start off in the morning and uh, maybe at 5%. And then at the end of the day, they're at 5.75. Wow. Um, so they can move quite often. So we can't lock a rate in until you give me a contract that is fully executed by both a seller and a buyer. So you get that contract, that's when you lock in that's the rate? Do you sometimes wait a day or two? Sometimes we do, and we let that kind of uh, – we use our own knowledge and say, okay, well, we think the market's going to improve tomorrow, or we foresee this, or we foresee that. And we also leave it up to our clients also. Do you want to lock now, or do you want to float? Wow. So. Great information. So tell people where they can find you, Mary. They can find me and Derek at 300 East Esplanade Drive at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Suite 105 on the main floor. And our phone number is 805-853-3030. Great. Thank you guys so much being in the house with us today. Thank you for all that great information. It is. Susan, so what are you going to talk about when we come back? When we come back, I'll give another little look-see at holding how you hold title to property. Sounds good. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi there. I'm Pola, and I'm the psychic on the avenue. I'm a spiritual advisor, clairvoyant reader. And I'm here to help you focus on releasing the past baggage that's only been weighing you down. Also connecting with the present to help you look forward to make a bigger, brighter future. I specialize in all areas of life and especially the power of love. Aren't you curious to know what your partner is feeling, thinking, or wanting? I can guide you through any situation, giving you the spiritual key to open new doors, gain insight and intuition. This truly is my life's work. 
You can reach me at my location at 108 North Ventura Avenue or 107 Figueroa Street, both located in downtown Ventura. Or you can reach me at 805-628-3333. That is 805-628-3333. If you call in and use the code Girls on Air, I will grant you $150 worth of services for only $85. I hope to hear from you soon for a spiritual awakening. Get ready for an island paradise at Ventiki Lounge in Lanai, located in beautiful downtown Ventura. Ventiki features the best in traditional cocktails, modern tiki drinks, Polynesian-inspired cuisine, and even sushi. As soon as you step onto the Lanai, you'll feel the warmth of the islands with our tiki waterfall, wahine mural flower garden, hand-carved tikis, and a fire pit for those chilly island nights. As you listen to the music of the islands, you will love our famous Kalua pork sliders, Sabu coconut chicken, or a trio of sautéed tiger prawns atop sushi rice towers with a mango curry verblanc. And we'll always have our classic Mai Tais using the original 1944 recipe, the best in town. So take a break and head down to Ventiki. We're located at 701 East Main Street on the corner of 1st Street and Main Street. Give us a call at 805-667-8887 or find us on the web at VentikiLoungeInLanai.com for our full menu. Ventiki, an island oasis in Ventura. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Susan Wilson, the Living Room Lawyer, filling in for Karen Campbell. And I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. And so we just ended the last segment, but Larry had some interesting information he wanted to share before we move on to trust. Yeah, I just wanted to let everybody know that there's a couple of new programs out there that have really been beneficial for uh, Ventura County residents especially. We have a new program that allows for a buyer to purchase a primary home with no employment listed and no income listed. What? As long as you have a 20% down payment, what? a 640 credit score, which is not fantastic, low, yeah. we can get you into a home up to $2 million. <gasps> you have to have the down payment, so 20% down. They, they are going to look at your credit. They're going to make sure that you do have established credit. Now, this comes in real handy for the families that all live together. Mm-hmm. Especially in our area, we have mom, dad, three kids, and they're all living in one home. And maybe only the kids have a social security number. Mm-hmm. And maybe the parents are ITIN numbers. Um, or maybe are just not legal. You don't need but to they have are social working. Security? The one child that does have that social security number mm-hmm. is able to purchase a home even at a larger purchase price than what they normally would be qualified for because now they're taking into consideration, well, mom's working, dad's working, brother's working. They all live together now, but only one person's going on the loan. Okay. 
But so take they have the 20% the down. Income. Right. So that's why they're saying no employment and no income listed. They do want to know a little picture or background of the situation. But you're able to obtain a home with 20% down with no employment and no income for a primary home. What kind of interest rates go with that? They're, are they higher than They normal? are higher than normal, obviously. Anytime that there's a risk-based uh, loan like that, they're going to be somewhere around 6.75 to all the way up to 8%, depending it's on the credit score. Still pretty good. Still really good if mm-hmm. you think about that. I know my first home in 1999 was at 7%, yeah. and I thought I had the best rate in the world, and people were like, how did you get such a low rate? Um, you know, So we have been used to these low rates for a long time, but and then a mortgage rate should be somewhere around six to six and a half percent, and I think we're going to get back there. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll all be normal at some point. Right now, it's a bit of a shock for us all, but mm-hmm. I think we're going to get there again. What if the down payment is gifted, so you don't have it, but your mom's going to give it to you, and she's not going to be living with you? On, on that particular program, they do allow gift funds, which is nice. So they do allow gift funds for the primary residence. Uh, I'm sorry, for the primary, yeah, the primary residence. For resident the entire purchase. thing? For the entire thing. You can have a full gift on that. So 20% down can be a full gift from grandma, grandpa, mm-hmm. and you can purchase a property uh, with no employment and no income listed. Wow. So amazing program. Another one that's very similar to that is going to be for their investors. So people that want to purchase an investment property, once again, usually property investors and real estate investors, their tax returns don't look that fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're writing as much as possible off. Well, now there's a program, again, no employment and no income listed, 20 to 25% down, and you can purchase an investment property without wow. having to worry about qualifications. And their loan programs are great. We're talking about 30-year fixed. So they're not going to change uh, payments on you in the future. They're not um, you know, strange or scary loans like we had maybe in the past. So we're talking 30-year fixed programs. And now 40-year fixed is now in play too. So. Wow. You just need a bunch of money down. You just need some money down. And is there requirement from the lender uh, for other persons involved in that loan payment to be on the title to no. the house? Because I've had that happen with a client in the past. And right. Her boyfriend was helping her refinance, mm-hmm. and they lived in the house. But he didn't want to be on title, right. but he was giving her some of the money, and the lender wanted him on title, which right. changes your property. T- I mean, it changes it a changes lot of things. stuff when you add someone on it title. It does. It does. That usually happens on loan modifications, um, and that's probably what happened in that situation. But uh, on a purchase transaction, no, it's not required for these, any other household members to be on title. Excellent. Well, now moving on to trust and title, you tell us now, since you are the living room lawyer, what advice well, that was, you have? You noticed that was my little that segue. That was a little segue. Girl, you are natural. <laughs> Karen who? <laughs> well, that's, you know, one of the things that people uh, not that should think about, not only when purchasing their first home, how do you hold title, who's on title, husband and wife, as community property, as joint tenants, as these uh, different uh, entities and things like that. But when you refinance and someone's giving you some money, like this situation that I had, and uh, the lender was saying we require that other person who's giving money to be on title and you're not you don't think about the ramifications of what that might mean and so you sign you're you're there they send the paperwork to your house they send the notary to your house so it's all there and all of a sudden there's this deed that's got someone else on it and the boyfriend's saying i don't want to be on title and now you've you know what situation are you in and 
Why would he not want to be untitled? He didn't want, he had, I don't always get all of the information when you know, you know, somebody saying? calls, but he had, uh, I think, some previous issues, and so he previous didn't Previous relationships? And maybe some previous debt that's outstanding, oh. that he didn't want to be an owner of this home for them to be able to, because now he has an asset. I so see. now creditors can come after you know him, attach yeah. a lien on a, on a house that now he owns, and so he just didn't want to be a, a part of that. And you don't think about it and you sign, you know, if you sign all the paperwork because you don't want to hold up the loan or, you know, things are closing or rates are changing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that can um, stall the, the process. What's the most common way people take title? Probably joint tenancy? Yeah, well, there really isn't. I, I don't know if there's a, a common way. Obviously, if it's just you, you're just on title. If you have a trust, you definitely want to put your house in a in the name of that trust. So you can already have a trust prepared and you sell your home and you buy a new one. You want to make sure that escrow knows that you have a trust so that they can put tight, they can prepare the deed and have it put directly into your trust. Um, what if you don't have a home? Like I had a home, I have a trust home was in the trust and I sold the home. I still have a, tr- a trust, but do I need a trust? You, not necessarily well, not necessarily for property. If you if you buy property in the future, you already have the trust set up. You just put that property into that trust. It's okay. already ready to go. Okay. But your trust can also hold other assets. And if you become incapacitated, your trustee would then have mm-hmm. uh, control and access over those assets and be able to take care of you if you weren't able to. Okay. So you, sh- you would want to make sure your trust is up to date. How do you know if it's up to date? Oh, you mean it doesn't have the house in it? Well, yeah, or it doesn't have the wrong trustee anymore on there, or someone that has, uh, you know. It was prepared uh, in 1999 before changes to the tax laws, which change, you know, all the time. For example, in in the year 2010, there was no federal estate tax. Okay. Like, if you passed away in that year, didn't matter how much you owned, there was no federal estate tax to pay. And, and then they reinstated it, and it's been going up, you know, ever since. And but I think you said if you were married at the time. Well, now if you're not married, right? you'd want to make sure that, that your ex-husband... No, the, I got the trust afterwards because I um, put directions for my daughter. And then she That's was, what I was thinking immediately. Yeah. Was, wait, if you were married... Yeah, I got divorced, and, and then I got the trust, and then I sold the house. So I have a trust, but okay. I should probably update it that there's no house, or does it really matter? I mean, it probably really doesn't matter to update it that there's no house. I would think just for asset purposes, purposes, you know, if you something was to happen to you, you'd want, you know, your trustee, maybe it's your daughter or someone that's, that you've appointed, um, would be able to, to take over those assets because they have to be listed for them to be accessed by them, if I understand that correctly. The most, the most important part is to have the asset that you want in the trust in the name of that trust, right. whether it's a bank account or a house or oh, whatever, okay. that it, you can have a trust and you can actually list assets in your trust, but you have to take the next step to change title to those assets, your house, your bank account, and whatever else you want in the trust. So just by naming it in the trust doesn't quite do it. You have to take the next step with that actual asset to change title. You change the title I'll of have that. You look at my trust, it sounds like. Anytime. <laughs> right. <laughs> How long does it take to get someone get them a trust? I mean, you got to gather all the information. Well, I have a questionnaire that I send my clients. So however long it takes for them, we'll, we'll meet and we'll discuss their situation and they'll fill out the questionnaire, return it to me. I do a little summary of it to make sure that we're still all on the same page. We review that summary. When they sign off on that summary, which is uh, 
listing who the trustees are and beneficiaries and things like that. Then I'll start drafting the actual documents. Mm-hmm. But it just depends on getting that information back. Kind of uh, like you guys client, like pre-approval. You need right, the information no. before Correct. you can just give them pre-approval. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, well, tell people where they can find you. They can find me. Uh, my office is 1280 South Victoria, Suite 135, right down the street here. Or online, thelivingroomlawyer.com. Or give me a call at 805 805- Eight five zero seven eight nine nine. Thank you so much. Well, coming up, we have Janet Sprisler, who is our rent guru. She owns Rent Eight Hundred Five, and she's going to be on talking about all these crazy new laws affecting landlords. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Opa, you don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Feeling a little overwhelmed about an upcoming move? Since 1994, Gentle Transitions has helped clients with sorting, floor planning, packing, and complete resettling into homes throughout California. Please call 800-619-3049 or visit GentleTransitions.com to book your no-obligation move planning meeting. That's 800-619-3049 or GentleTransitions.com to stay in control but do less of the work on your next move. You can even pay us through escrow. Feel better now? Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate and 1590 KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin, and I have my Janet Sprisler on the phone with me. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. Tell us about your new company. This is exciting. I know we can't say it enough. Rent 805. Yes, it's Rent 805. I am located here in Oxnard. And uh, you know what? We're leading the way. Letting people know what legislation laws are happening. We have a great, you know, our belief is that the owners and our residents are all in one so that we're giving a great experience for not only just the owners, but the residents have to be taken care of too so that, you know, everyone's having a great experience. So I, I love seeing happy faces. I already, I've already had a move in this morning and they were just so shocked by how phenomenal the place was. They rented it sight unseen because they had seen a couple of my other units and they saw how clean they were and they're like no one's doing cleaning like this so they walked in they're like this this is unbelievable so that's the kind of experience we want to give i have spence on the air with me right now so we have some questions for you um on tuesday what's happening and what do people need to know so that's really a good thing so on tuesday if you are an owner in the city of oxnard they are doing a one and only reading of their two new ordinances that are being passed. So the first ordinance they're passing is a rent control ordinance. So uh, for those of you who remember or don't know, maybe two years ago, the state passed a rent control, rent stabilization ordinance, tenant protection ordinance for all of the state of California. So currently, if you are a new build up to 15 units or a single family home, it doesn't matter to you. But for the rest of you, you're at an 8.9% increase that you can possibly give, along with if you were to give someone notice for not just cause, you have to give them one month uh, in order to to ask them to leave for not their fault eviction. Now, in the city of Oxnard, they're passing 
5%, which is tougher than the state. And they're saying that if you were to give a notice out, um, it's going to be your $5,000 or up to two months of rent. And that's what they're, they're actually still, they say it's done, but it's really not done until the ink is dried on the new ordinance. And what's the ramifications if people don't follow the rules? The city of Oxford has some nice fines that they're going to be handing out. Uh, the way it works is that if, once they do their reading, once they, they'll listen to owners and tenants on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. It is really important if you are an owner to get on the phone. Actually, you would want to set that now. You would sign up now on the city of Oxnard's website to sign up to get a spot to speak. The reason why it's so important is that the tenant groups are still asking for 2% plus three months of rent be to give out if you were to give notice to your tenants for not just cause. Wow. Taking it off, you know, there, there's only a few handfuls of things that you can do to not have to pay that money. Right now, we, in that, you know, the current uh, people, owners are fighting for, you know, keep it at AB 1482 at 8.9% plus the one month. We got it. So with the meeting in the middle is the 5000 or two month rent, whichever is greater, plus also the um, 5%. So we still need owners to say, hey, do not take it lower than this. Um, what's different about Ventura than Oxnard? Ventura has, just hasn't happened yet. And I say yet because the tenant group that has been spurring this on has now taken, they're doing special meetings with every single committee, it seems like. So what we've asked owners to do is make sure that if you live in the city of uh, in Ventura, you need to make sure that you're at all your district meetings. Because if you're not at those district meetings, you're, you're the constituents, you're, you're people that you've elected, your city council members don't know this is how you feel. They're hearing it from tenants all the time, and owners are being very quiet, thinking it's never going to happen. And here it's happening in Oxnard. And it was, you know, it's something that really came up on Oc- in October where they said we're going to go with rent control, and here we are at April. And, you know, in 30 days from Tuesday, uh, we're looking at possibly being in a full rent control and a Tenant Protection Act. And the Tenant Protection Act does cover everyone, by the way, single-family homeowners, ADUs, granny flats. Whoever is renting, if it has a door and it has an entrance, it will be in, in, it's going to be covered under that Tenant Protection Act. Okay. Just the rent control will go to two or more units. But what if there's no lease? Oh, it doesn't matter if you pay somebody. Uh, I know I you have Susan on the phone. She'll tell you that there's a you you've taken money for someone to live there. There's a lease. I see. Maybe a verbal lease, but you have a lease. Now here's the thing. They're going to have a rental registration. Uh, so if it goes into effect on May 13th, you're going to have 30 days within the city of Oxnard to get that unit registered. If it's not registered, if you're after the fact, hey, guess what? You're probably going to be looking at a lot more than the, the actual registration fee. But you're good. I'm sure they're going to ask for something. I've been getting a lot of people under leases in the last week uh, because if you were going to do an increase, the increases really have to be done by Sunday, which is wow. tomorrow. So Otherwise, need, you're just going to be at that 5% instead of the 8.9. So they need to call you, huh? Yeah, they might want to call me. Yeah, then, <laughs> then give out. How can people get in touch with you, Janet? 805-776-8805 or at Janet at rent805.com. Thank you so much, Janet, for being a guest and a sponsor always. Oh, thank you. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have Ashley Pope, the president of the Autism Autism Society of Ventura County. She's going to talk about the Ought to Run Sunday, April 21st this year. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 0150.7079. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. This is John Syatt, President of Century 21 Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance in buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there, or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Do you know how you hold title to your property? I am Susan Wilson. I am the living room lawyer, the attorney that makes house calls. I specialize in estate planning and probate. How you hold title to property is just one piece of an estate plan providing for children and protecting your assets and privacy. Schedule your appointment today online at thelivingroomlawyer.com or give me a call at 805-850-7899. That's 805-850-7899. We can meet virtually, in person at my office, or in the comfort of your home. I am Susan Wilson, the Living Room Lawyer. Let's discuss the legacy you wish to leave your loved ones. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. And I'm Susan Wilson, the living room lawyer, filling in for Karen Campbell. And with us today, we have Ashley Pope, the president of Autism Society Ventura County. She's going to tell us all about the Autu Run coming up later this month. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. So you have a son who's autistic? I do. I have a son. His name's Gavin. He's nine years old. Okay. And he is the reason I got involved with Autism Society about five years ago. Okay. Um, And we have our largest fundraiser coming up on April 24th, which is a Sunday. Okay. We're back at CSUCI. Okay. We've been virtual for the past few years. It's been really hard on us well, sure. through COVID to be virtual. So we're so excited to bring back Ought to Run on April 24th at CSUCI. I bet it's going to be huge because people be are huge. wanting to get back to doing things. You know what? It's always huge. We have about 3,000 people that come out to this event. It's one of the largest events in Ventura County, hands down. Um, we have regularly about 2,000 walkers, runners, and we also have the largest autism resource fair on the, the West Coast. 
It's huge. So how do you sign up for it, and what do you do? Earn money for it, or how do you? How does it work? Yeah. So the website where you can do everything super easy is ought2run.org. That's A-U-T, the number two, run.org. And um, to register for as a runner or a walker, it's $40. That includes the T-shirt, the bag, you know, everything, come out, have a good time. Um, the resource fair is completely free, so you can also just come onto campus and walk around and meet everyone. Um, and you can start a team. You can start a fundraiser. So my son's team is Gavin's team. You guys are all obviously welcome to join. But what I'd really love to see is you guys start your own team okay. um, and get out there. And it, it's just so much fun. It yeah. is um, such a beautiful event. So many families come out. People just come out and show their support. Um, the resource fair, Susie was asking me about that just a minute ago. And um, what's interesting is it's 90% autism resources, literally, like respite care therapy companies. And I've always thought, like, why don't we have more community services? Like families and individuals with autism, like, they also, like, buy homes and jewelry yeah, and, and eat at like, restaurants they eat at restaurants <laughs> they you know do everything um that everyone else does and um the numbers are really staggering it's um i believe i hope i don't get this wrong because it'd be really embarrassing mm. but i think it's one in 44 now babies born today will be diagnosed with autism really and um autism is such a spectrum yes there's just so many different symptoms and so many ways that yeah. autism presents itself. Um, but it is really one big, huge community and family, family. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. So when businesses show up that are not autism resources, they get so much business and fun and love out of that because it's just like, thank you for being here. And a lot of times these families don't feel um, supported in that way or like included in the community as a whole. So we love to see those supporters and there is still resource booth space available. There's still sponsorships available. Um, what do they and, do? Tell us how that works. Yeah. So um, for the sponsorships and the resource booths, same thing, ought to run.org. You can sign up um, there as a runner, a sponsor, a um, resource booth. You can also sign up as a volunteer. This event takes wait for it 350 volunteers wow that is so many volunteers every year we totally struggle to get all the volunteers that we need to put on this event so if you know any sports teams um service clubs like if you want to get your work team together yeah students how about girls on the air radio show Girls on the air radio show (laughs) if you just like want the t-shirt and you're like man i don't you know like 40 bucks to bring the family out. There's five people in our family. It's like a little bit rough right now. We hear you volunteer. Come okay. out. Get all the benefits. We treat you like we need you because we do need you. Right. And um, you will have the best time. Enjoy the resource fair and help to make it happen. So, What time does the run start and how long does the resource fair go on? The res- I believe it is from like 7 to 2. And you can set up on Saturday. Um, it's in that time frame. Mm-hmm. might be an hour more, mm-hmm. an hour less. We're out there all day, um, and I believe setup can start as early as about 3 o'clock on Saturday. And it's all secure. We have security overnight, so you don't have to be there at, like, 3 o'clock in yeah. the morning or anything like that. <laughs> Setting up in the dark. Yeah. All right, so tell us again when it is and how people can get more information. So Sunday, April 24th, 2022, um, and it is at Channel Islands this year again, CSUCI. It is um, – all of the information is at ought2run.org, so aut 2 the number two, yeah. run.org. You can also find us at autismventura.org. 
and on social media, Autism Society Ventura County. Very good. Thank you so much for all you do. Thank you. Hi to Gavin. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. What a sweetie pie. Yeah, he is. He's amazing. Okay, guys. So wrapping up the show, if you could say one thing to tell people out there, Larry, about you know being a lender, what can people do? Tell us what to do to um, try and buy a house effectively. Well, I would say cheaply, but I mean, you don't really have the... <laughs> I guess to get the best rate. I think the best thing, again, is just keep your credit clean. Watch watch your credit. Pay your bills on time. Have credit cards. Don't be afraid of them. Just don't max them out. You'll have a great credit score. And there is a new program out there, like you were saying. Lots That's amazing prog- to me. Yeah, the no income and no employment programs are fantastic. They're 30-year fixed products. You can even do a 40-year fixed. Um, they're just they're safe loans. They're not uh, the old-fashioned subprime loans. So the 40-year fix now, these people who are saying can't qualify because they're so 50 So now we can add an extra 10,000 or 10, 10 years, years Will that to their work? loan. Yes, and that does help out quite a bit. Can anyone do that, or do you have to have certain credit to do that? Or uh, No, anyone can do that. The credit really? scores, yeah, the credit score requirement on those programs are down as low as 600. So Wow. Well, we have some people I know who have been on the edge. Maybe I can let them know that. Right. Because um, I mean, some people who really thought, you know, with clients who really thought they were getting a great deal, they were going to come in, they had $150,000 down. Right. They're business owners here. You know, the down payment doesn't make a huge difference on your monthly payment. I usually tell people if you can put down just a really small amount and still get qualified, that's what you want to do. You don't want to put all of your cash into the house. Finance it. Yeah, it's true. The payment doesn't make a very big difference. Yeah, they were like, this is going to be our dream house, 800, 850, whatever. They qualified for like seven in the end for the mortgage payment that they wanted. Exactly. But now if they had extended that 50 years, would that work? Yeah, 40 years, yes. um, Did I say 50? Yeah, Yeah, 40 years to 10 years. Maybe that'll come. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I'm like 100 We're happy that 40 years is here. You have to start talking to your Uh, doctor. (laughs) It does help. It does help, and it does lower the payment, I would say, on average between you know, $100 or more. It does lower it a hundred dollars or more, but that's it, pretty much. Yeah, not too that much. It might make though. a difference for some people, but you it know, does. and, he, and right. all of those things put together is probably what's right. going to help them. It's a combination of lots of things, right? Mm-hmm. And you can have gift funds. Yes, gift funds again are, are perfectly acceptable. I would say at ninety nine percent of the programs. Out even there. for a down payment, even, uh, even for, for a regular payment. loan down payment, I'm yep. doing a three. I'm doing a yeah, you conventional three percent down, and I'm getting and the whole three percent full gift for the down payment and the closing. I'm loving that. Yep. Great choices out there. Yep. And so program. what advice do you have, living room lawyer, for people out there who uh, – some people – I know I was one of – what's a trust? Why do I need a trust? I would say don't be afraid of lawyers. Ah, <laughs> most people are. Yeah, I know. A but not, not trust lawyers. might feel intimidated to call a lawyer not or talk lawyers. to a lawyer. There's a lot of – Great lawyers in this county who are happy to, to chat. Some charge a fee, some some don't, but would be happy to chat with you and explain all that to you so that you can make an informed decision. And that's why I started uh, when I do the house calls. It makes uh, people comfortable. They're in their home, yeah. And they don't, you know, if they don't want to come to an office, or they, I started with my elderly clients who didn't really want to go out and went to their homes, and that's how I started with the living room lawyer. But your office is conducive for a living room, right? Yes, it is. It, we have a conference area with a nice conference table, and now we have a couch and coffee table area, okay. so it looks like a little living room. Now, can you be your own trustee? <laughs> well, you are to start with. as you're, at, When you create your trust, you are the trustee of your trust, and you have full control over everything. When 
what happens next is if you are incapacitated or after you pass away, your successor trustee takes over. Ah. So it's just a lot of terminology that people just need to become familiar with as we go through the right. process. Right. And I, Larry asked a great question that I forgot to ask last time. How much does it cost to have a trust or to make a trust? Generally, I, probably. It, for it, for my office, I would say less than two thousand dollars out the door. You would you you and your family would be protected with a trust. And how long does it take to get one? A couple of weeks, depending on receiving all of the information that I need from my clients. Okay, so easy. Give a shout out for you again. How people can find you? TheLivingRoomLawyer.com. Okay, Larry, you. Find me at the Oxnard Tower, 300 East Espinal Drive. Smart. Suite 105, Smart Home Mortgage. All right. Well, thank you guys for filling in for Karen. You did a great job. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Everyone have a great week, and we'll be back next weekend. Take care.